0: Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 325. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. For the podcast, The King is Coming Soon, via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series, The Moves of God. Today's special guest speaker is Brentnell Eliezer Nichols of Washington, D.C., Brent Eliezer is a man who loves the Lord with all his heart. He is the last of nine. He is my husband, the father of our two sons and two daughters-in-law, and he is a new grandfather of a beautiful baby girl. Brent enjoys sports, football that you may call soccer, and table tennis. He prefers to be called Eliezer, as this name means God has helped. He is committed to serving the Lord in various ways, including praying for pastors and others who serve in ministry globally. This is Eliezer's third appearance on the podcast. He first appeared in episode number 51 on Friday, October ninth, 2020, on the topic, My People Shall Not Be Ashamed. In his second presentation in episode number 122, on Friday, April 16th, 2021, he then spoke on What Is Your Name? No longer Jacob, but Israel. Please stay tuned. Today, Eliezer will share with us on how God used his statutes, commands, and principles to help Israel transition from slavery into a mighty nation of his. Today's scripture text is taken from Sam, chapter 30, verses 4 to 5 and 10 to 12. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favour is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me, Lord. Be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. This text came from the New King James Version. We will definitely see here that this psalm of King David titled Praise for Dramatic Deliverance reflects his dependency as he walks with God. And it is also a fact that God had provided for him a house and so he was celebrating this occasion. Let us pause for a minute to praise the Lord for he has done great things for us. Reflect on a specific day and on a specific situation and tell him of your appreciation for his intervention. Your event will differ from others, and so we will each have something to give God thanks for. David observed that the Lord had turned his mourning into dancing. He was celebrating the palace that the Lord had given to him. O oh Lord my God, I will give thanks to you for ever. Amen. Today we will listen to this very beautiful song, Hymn of Heaven by Phil Wickham, found on YouTube. So long to breathe the air of heaven Where pain is gone and mercy fills the streets To look upon the one who bled to save me And walk with him for all eternity There will be a day going around. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on how God used his statutes, commands, and principles to help Israel transition from slavery into a mighty nation of his. Please stay tuned as we continue in the series, The Moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Rheumfeld Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams The West Ranville Church meets in person for Sunday morning services beginning at ten thirty AM and on Sunday evenings the church hosts a very dynamic service called Power Hour, where they are guarded via Zoom and Facebook starting at seven PM. On Wednesday evenings, the church meets in person for Bible study, also at 7 p.m. The West Ranville Church continues to serve their community in various ways. Two examples are they have a children's home for orphans and a daycare center for babes. Please make plans to attend this week either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 325. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, December 2nd, the White House reported on the four bills that were passed by Congress, which were signed by President Joseph Biden. Accordingly, two bills were in relation to renaming two offices one in Texas and the other in Michigan. Among the other two bills, the White House revealed that H.J. Res 100 provides for a resolution with respect to the unsolved disputes between certain railroads represented by the National Carriers Conference Committee, of the National Railway Labour Conference and certain of their employees. Moreover, President Biden also signed H.R. 8454, the Medical Marijuana and Cannabidiol Research Expansion Act, which establishes a new registration process for conducting research on marijuana and for manufacturing marijuana products for research purposes and drug development. Lastly, President Biden commented that the nation's rail system was literally the backbone of the country's supply chain and so much of what Americans rely on has been delivered on the rail from clean water to food and gas and every other good. Therefore, he submitted that a rail shutdown would have devastated the U.S. economy. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Laib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 9 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and the team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment... Israel and the Middle East news highlights. Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs on Wednesday, November 30th, reported on Prime Minister Yair Lapid's visit with the Israel Air Force. The Israel Foreign Ministry added that the Prime Minister's visit with the Israel Air Force's Underground Control Center was at the time of an exercise which was part of a series of joint exercises between the IDF and the U.S. armed forces, simulating various scenarios in the face of emerging threats in the region, mainly Iran. The Israeli Prime Minister stated during that visit that the strategic cooperation with the United States and other countries strengthens the capabilities of the IDF against the challenges in the Middle East, led by Iran. They have partners in the sky and on the ground, he said, but they also have the right to act as they see fit and defend the state of Israel. Lastly, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs noted that Prime Minister Lapid was presented with the various drills and also discussed operational issues, primarily the response to the Iranian threat. In addition, Prime Minister Lapid was also presented with an outline of activities and long-range flights against countries in Israel's third-circle periphery that tested the IDF's intelligence gathering and attack capabilities. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? It is written by yours Truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find a link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Threads in the tapestry, conflict and resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment 3, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, December 2nd, the White House reported on the four bills passed by Congress which were signed by President Joseph Biden. Concerning H.J. Res. 100, which provided for a resolution for halting the railway strike, the President observed that a rail shutdown would have devastated the U.S. economy internationally. The Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs on Wednesday, November thirtieth, reported on Prime Minister Yair Lapid's visit with the Israel Air Force. The Israeli Prime Minister stated during that visit that the strategic cooperation with the United States and other countries strengthens the capabilities of the IDF against the challenges in the Middle East led by Iran. Welcome to our devotional all week we've been looking at the series, the Mose of God. On Monday we focused on Moses. He was called by God, but he was rejected by Pharaoh and Israel. What does God do to help Moses stay on assignment? On Wednesday it was. How one's appointment does not make them know at all. Hence Jethro counsels Moses on his use of time as a leader. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills, our special guest speaker will share with us on how God used his statutes, commands, and principles to help Israel transition from slavery into a mighty nation of his. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Every commandment which I command you today you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manner which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these forty years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. This text was taken from Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 1 to 6. Eliezer reflects on the circumstances that brought Israel from one experience to another, beginning from Abraham to their life experiences in Egypt. These were very instructive occurrences, that are worse our time, so that we can learn from Israel. This is a very sobering presentation. You may find it very instructive for you to understand the whys in your responses to situations, and it is my prayer that the presentation will help you to act differently towards God. Going forward, Kindly listen with rapt attention and see what the Lord will reveal to you via this presentation. Please, let's welcome our special guest, Eliezer.
1: Today, we will focus on the topic, How God used statutes, commandments and principles to help Israel transition from slavery into a mighty nation of his. Upon the reflection of Exodus chapters 19-24, to 24, we have a picture of how the nation of Israel was transformed from a people in captivity into a triumphant nation. So let's quickly put Israel's challenge into perspective. The Israelites are the descendants of Jacob. He had his name changed from Jacob to Israel while wrestling with an angel and prevailed. When the angel told Jacob to let him go, he refused insisting that he would not let him go unless he received a blessing from him. Eventually, the angel relented and blessed Jacob and said that your name would no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. Prior to this life-altering event, God had called Abraham, that is, Jacob's grandfather, away from his people and told him that he would create a great nation out of him. Abram believed God and obeyed. God's instructions. So, God honoured Abraham's faith, and was therefore committed to make a great nation out of his descendants. In the passage of time, the descendants of Abraham multiplied and became a people to be reckoned with. However, because of the persistent rebellion against the commandments of God, they were forced into captivity by the Babylonians god's statutes commandments and principles were meant to set them apart as a peculiar people and as a light unto the gentile nations around about them unfortunately the Israelites did not always comply and hence suffer the consequences prior to living in Egypt before the famine there were a small number of them however during captivity by the Egyptians which lasted for 400 years they were brutally mistreated and were subjected to harsh slave labor. However, they never ceased to cry out to God for deliverance. He saw the agonizing pain and provided a deliverer in the form of Moses. Moses was himself an Israelite who was raised in Pharaoh's palace in Egypt. But in a sudden turn of events, had to flee for his life after slaughtering an Egyptian who was mistreating his fellow Israelite. Forty years later, upon the instruction of God, Moses returned to Egypt. This time it was not in the capacity of a prince in Pharaoh's palace, but to demand the release of all of the Israelites. Pharaoh vociferously opposed. He would have none of it. But now that the Israelites were free, a lot of mental adjustments had to be made to liberate them from the slavish mentality, which had been entrenched in their psyche. The Israelites were physically free, but the effects of 400 years of slavery were ingrained in their mannerism. So, whenever they were confronted with major obstacles, they defaulted to an oppressive mindset. They quickly retorted that it was better for them to be slaves to the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. This certainly was a consequence of being beaten down psychologically, emotionally, physically as well as spiritually. They had lost a conquering spirit and repeatedly wanted to compromise their freedom to the extent that they bluntly declared to Moses that he had failed them they even desired a new leader who would take them back to egypt where they would evidently have spent the rest of their lives in bondage serving a brutal and tyrannical king that was the extent of their challenge whenever god tested them to determine their resolve in fact they were ready and willing to give up the gift of freedom for the leeks onions and garlic which he obtained at the hands of these oppressors. That's quite startling. Despite Israel's constant opposition to God's loving and strategic step to transform their belief system, he still graciously retained a remnant to enter Canaan, the promised land of milk and honey. Those who rebelled died in the wilderness and never fully benefited from their freedom. In order to reshape the mentality, God stipulated statutes, commandments, and principles by which they should live. These were meant to cultivate holiness, respect for themselves and others, a love for God, while eliminating idolatry, barbarism, among other things. So let us highlight some of the strategies God systematically implemented in an effort to remove Israel's mental suppression. And develop a kingdom mindset, one that will create and fortify a mighty nation. First, God gives them statutes, commandments, and principles. These provided the necessary guardrails so that they would not self-destruct, but rather live in harmony, hence creating an environment for prosperity, protection, potential, power, and peace. Secondly, God supernaturally defeated Israel's enemies thereby eradicating evil and idolatry while reassures them of his love and supremacy. Thirdly, he also appointed himself king over Israel knowing that his principles are built on righteousness, peace, love and harmony. He also promised them that he will never leave them nor forsake them. All they needed to do in turn is to obey his statutes, commandments and principles. Fourthly, he counseled the Israelites through the instructions he gave to Moses and Aaron. Fifth, he constantly reminded them that if they were diligent to obey his commandments, he would make a mighty nation out of them. Exodus chapter nineteen verses three to eight declares And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall see to the house of Jacob and tell the children of israel you have seen what i did to the egyptians and how i bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself now therefore if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people for all the earth is mine and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation these are the words which you shall speak the children of Israel. So Moses came and called the elders of the people and laid before them all the words which God commanded them. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. Sixth, he blessed the work of the hands and whatever they did prospered abundantly whenever they did not violate his principles. Seventh, God miraculously provided and sustained their needs. For instance, their shoes and clothes did not wear out throughout their 40-year trek in the wilderness. He also supernaturally provided food, that is, manna, as well as water out of a dry, hard rock, demonstrating that there is nothing impossible with God. Essentially, god was reforming the israelites viewpoints he wanted them to live under the paradigm of the supernatural that is the lord will supply all their needs according to his riches in glory as he followed his principles and commandments he expanded the territories while wiping out the wicked nations that were dwelling in the surrounding regions These are just a few of the marvelous things God did for Israel. The important takeaway, however, is if we follow the principles of God outlined for this mighty nation, we too can inherit these wonderful benefits. Joshua 1, 8 declares, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. My prayer is that this short exhortation was an encouragement to us, and that we are challenged to obey God's word in its fullness, even in difficult situations.
0: On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Brent Eliezer, as he shared with us the story of Israel's journey from slavery to freedom and how this experience pressed on their state of mind, concerning what they were conditioned to accept and believe for centuries in Egypt. But now they needed to unlearn those bad things To live differently as a free people. The children of Israel resisted their freedom as much as they resisted their captivity. It was a long process, as long as 40 years of training in the wilderness. As we go to prayer, let's ask God to renew our minds and set us free from our own past. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We thank you for your love for us. For you made us in your image and likeness, and you value us, Jew and Gentile. You have paid a high price for us, and therefore you want us to live victoriously, In the book of Romans, chapter 8, we are told that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. You want us to live not like the animals, we are not elevated animals, we are people. We are made in your image and your likeness, and you desire to have relationship with us. There is no account where you desire to have relationship with horses dogs, cats, or goats. We are likened to sheep of the pasture, but we are your people, O God, and therefore help us to incline our hearts to be renewed in our minds and to forsake the past and press on toward the future for the prize that you have set for us. What an instructive lesson we have learned today from the story of Israel. And we pray that we will be delivered also in our mindset from the things that we have internalized in our hearts and have held us back. Things that some, some of the parents have said to their children and they're adults and they're still being held back. Things teachers may have said to a student and they're still being held back. Help us to shake off the past and to arise and press on to the future for the prize that you have for us. Help us to see ourselves the way you see us, fearfully and wonderfully made, beautiful, marvellous are your works in our lives, that we can behold your beauty and accept the position you have for us, that we are your children. We are your children. We are the children of the Most High God. Thank you for this revelation today. We join with our Jewish brothers and sisters and celebrate the high calling that you have appointed for us. In the name of Jesus, Amen. You might have listened to this podcast and said, I am still bound by the past. I'm still being held back by circumstances that were long before my birth, whether generational or otherwise. Please join with us as we pray with you for the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to save you and set you free from those things that have held you back. We want you to live a full life and you must relinquish the past in order to live for today and tomorrow. Please repeat this prayer. Lord Jesus, I have heard the word and I come to you acknowledging that the past have held me back. They've held me bound as somebody bound to a chain can't move forward because of the things I've heard, the things that were told to me and the things of my family's history. I pray that you would forgive me of my sins and help me to move on with you and to not allow anything in the past to hold me bound, set my mind free, set my heart free, and give me a new lease on life that I will fulfill my purposes in this world. In your holy name, amen. You're listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 325. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Pod, Beans, Soke, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Pandora, Ranger Public, Instagram, Twitter and on the website TheKingIsComingSoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website TheKingIsComingSoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Okut, who sounded the chauffeur, and to our special guest speaker, Brent Eliezer. He highlighted some of the strategies God lovingly implemented to help the children of Israel embrace their new lifestyle as a freed people. He decided that he will teach them and guide them, so that they will know who they are, and what their purpose is. Thus, Eliezer stated that God gave Israel his statutes, his commands, and his principles, to serve as guardrails, so as to protect them. God also involved himself miraculously in their various circumstances, so that they will have no doubt, that he really existed, and that he cared for them. In the end, Eliezer reiterated that as the children of Israel followed God's principles, he expanded their territory and sphere of influence. Consequently, he, Eliezer, invites us to make God our Lord and King and to meditate on his word day and night daily. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.